episode of the Taboo Talk podcast. My name is Katie O'Neill and I'm the creator of The Confidence Call and the host of Taboo Talk podcast. In May, I sat down with Julia, who I also sat down with for the last episode of um, this series or whatever we want to call it. Anyway, um, we did a little piece on the biggest lessons that we've learned um, being dancers. And I think this episode is really great for anyone thinking about getting into the industry, for anyone that's already in the industry, or for people that are just curious. Also, I feel like there's a lot of relatable information that we do share, so take it as you will. I do apologize. Um, Obviously, May was quite a few months ago. I just haven't really had the capacity or the energy or the motivation to do much with my podcast um, series. So here we go. Another episode. Hey Julia, how are you doing? <laughs> you don't say that. You do not. No, I don't. I, yeah, a lot of growth. Mm. A lot of growth these days. A lot of growth. Being pushed through some lessons. Yeah. We're great. Every day's a lesson. It is. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Um, this is actually the third podcast session that we've done, um, but the, set, the one that we previously did was actually... Fucking awesome. We it knew. was, but it was rudely interrupted. <laughs> it was, and like, yeah, it was, there was lots of distractions. And then when I listened back to it, the audio was basically fucked. So yeah, we ditched that one to the, kicked it to the curb. Um, but that's all good. Lessons. Potentially we record, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Who we knows? can do that. I'm feeling really excited about today's episode. Same. Actually, it's so fun. <laughs> Usually, I'm like get really nervous, but the only thing that made me nervous was the intro. But we've done that now, so. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, for today's episode, we are actually going to be talking about the biggest lessons that we've learned as being strippers. Ooh. Yeah, life stripper lessons. Strippers. Strippers from a lesson. Yes. <laughs> stripper teachers. Stripper teachers. Yeah. yeah. Can we say. Yeah, so Julia works with me um, here in Queenstown. Truth. And yeah, we. how long have you been dancing for in total? Um, Since March of 2020, okay. just before the pandemic started. Oh yeah, so basically like a month. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you started dancing up in Auckland? I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. Love club. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. I know you're down here working with me at my club. And do you, are you happy to like mention your dancer name? Yeah, Kali. Kali. We can call each other Kali and Holly today. With a K. <laughs> with a K. Kali with a K. Um. Okay. Beautiful. Let's crack into it. Um. What is one of your biggest lessons that you've learned through stripping in your a huge, huge, huge one that I learned pretty early on is for me to not take too much of what people have to say about you um, to heart and let it kind of 
the pieces that build you, if that makes any sense. So when I learned this, I... I was kind of oblivious because it was at my first club and I was just like, yeah, whatever. People tell you things. People say compliments, endless compliments, sometimes not compliments, <laughs> but generally more compliments than, yeah. you know, like anything else. Not just like, oh, you know, you have pretty eyes or things. Like yeah. out of the gate, ridiculous, like Rid- blown stupid up. Stupid stuff. <laughs> and as well, so put it this way, this job is like basically you being evaluated and people paying crazy amounts to spend time with you so that's a compliment in itself yeah like i yes i will spend 500 dollars to chill with you for an hour i will do that i will do that and sometimes i mean most of the time often they literally do just want to chill and chat yeah like people think it's like crazy true like one time i got booked out from like nine half nine till five in the morning and we watched Avatar The Last Airbender. And that will always be the best booking of my life. Because <laughs> you didn't have to talk. And, yeah. Well, I just didn't have to do anything. She yeah. It was just great. Like, the person just wanted to spend time with me. And that is like... I mean, imagine that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You hear that and you think, fuck. And then there's all the compliments on top of it. Mm. And you just... You know, it's very easy, I would say, to have your head pumped up. Oh. And I remember yeah. dancing for a couple and they were like... Literally, it was just worship. Mm. As they do, they were like, you're so amazing from a man and a woman, you know, and you're amazing. You're beautiful. I've never seen you should, you know, they were saying ridiculous stuff like what, like, what are you doing here? Like people, you should be on TV. You should be a model. You should be, you could get an athlete. You should do this. Like all this kind of really out the gate stuff. Like, yeah. you know, as I say, not like, you know, you've got beautiful eyes, like basically hinting that you are above yeah you know like that is how you're treated but that also because you're the fantasy yeah in a way you are like and it's like that means you're doing your job really well because you're yeah being perceived in not human form yeah exactly i am an angel you are treated as literally like not even human like you are treated you are worshipped yeah and you know what everything you say is also funny i find when i'm standing in lingerie people laugh so much at everything i have to say and like me it's like you're the best you're the comedian Uh, like you are a perfect person like when you are at the club yeah you are you are the ideal person yeah you are stunning you are hilarious you are charismatic yeah even when you're sassy like it's like oh my god you're so sassy you can literally (laughs) basically do no wrong like most of the time you can do no wrong and and as well because they expect you to be slightly thicker than you are because you're a dancer Mm. you say something moderately intelligent and they're like oh you're so intelligent you're so smart oh my god what can't you do it's like that um like old stigma that's attached to being a model it's like you know generally have low (laughs) iqs but like most models are actually extremely intelligent everyone that works in the club is like entrepreneur like seriously like fucking making mad money and not being dumb about it like you know like there's like we are switched on and like that's not to speak for every single club because there's a lot of clubs with baby strippers and like yeah i mean everyone's diverse like it's not to say that everyone's amazing it's not to say that everyone's like not not so amazing like whatever we're all at different levels but so yeah like my my biggest lesson was actually when it started to like hit me and people like people say this to you all the time and i was like oh fuck like i actually do yeah but then it was really important to me and i made this decision with myself to not let it get to my head, mm. to not leave the club and think that I'm something above yeah. anyone else mm-hmm. 
because of the money that I get, the work that I do, the compliments that I receive, the treatment that I receive. It's like hard to put into words because I haven't before. But that was <laughs> that was honestly my biggest takeaway was like, enjoy it for what it is. And, but keep yourself grounded in your humanity. Keep yourself grounded in your imperfections. Keep yourself grounded in the fact that like, these people are projecting an image of you that they think that you are, mm. but that it's, that isn't you. Don't be tricked into believing what these people are saying. And that's not to say that you aren't deserving of all these things, you aren't amazing, you aren't this and that, but it's not placing yourself above other people. Yeah. And thinking that, because the thing is, they can say those things, but they're saying it with the implication that you're cut above the rest. Whereas you can believe all those things without thinking that you're a cut above the rest. I think yeah. that's the difference. It's thinking, yeah, like, this is valid. People are saying this. Like, they they wouldn't say that I'm beautiful or funny or, like, whatever, like, if I literally wasn't, you know? Yeah. But it's about, like, keeping grounded within mm. that. And then I think, because I made the decision not to do that because I thought to myself, I believe all these people's comments and I think... And my self-esteem goes up when I have a night where people are complimentary and like lovely to me and I'm like smashing mm. it, the energy's high. Well, what happens on a night where a bunch of assholes come in? Yeah. And they start saying horrible shit and they start like lining do, you up they, and they comparing do, they you. They do, to the you know, other like, one. oh, I don't like this about you. No, you're not really for me because you look the certain Hang well. on, can you just stand next to this girl? Because I want to see who has the better body or the better tits or the better ass. I'm just literally yeah. going to say out loud, like, oh, you have a nose ring, you don't. Like, fuck, like, you could be a little bit smaller here. They literally fucking do that. They do. And then you're just standing there, like, next to this girl and they're like, you are the dumbest piece of shit we've ever seen in our, in our entire well, life. Like, I, how like, where's the audacity? Like, I like, like the backhanded compliments sometimes that happen. Like, I know a girl who literally was in a dance with a guy, and he was like, You know, you are so wonderful and you are so pretty, but fuck, it's a shame about those feet. Like, it is a shame. And 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 she was just like, What the fuck? And, and there's been so many, there's been so many times where, like, Oh, I don't want to go for a dance. They're like real sour, and then they're like, Because I just don't think it's worth it. I just don't think that anyone should be like entitled to this like you get paid too much you Ugh. this and that do you know what I mean like all this kind of stuff like all you do is swing yourself around a pole like there's nothing to what you do yet you get paid more than a this job or this job is just a and and sometimes when you're in a bit of a shitty place and you come to work and then you receive compliments like that and sometimes it's a full moon and everyone's insane and everyone has like crap to say and everyone all the girls come together and we're like what is wrong with everyone tonight like why is everyone not nice if you take people when they're great and amazing and you allow that to impact your self-esteem and your mood, what happens when you have a couple of bad weeks and people don't have nice things to say? Mm. If you build yourself up because of all these things that people have to say, you can be very easily knocked down by the disrespect, yeah. the other side to being in this Love industry. Wonderful. Because there's no secret. There are people who literally have no respect for strippers like there are people who's like oh you know you're you're a stripper so like you are less of a person mm. so if you think yourself more than a human better than a human a cut above the rest a superhuman amazing angel and then someone treats you like you're less than human 
what's to say that you won't absorb that too and then yeah. you're just like moods like up down and up totally. and down and I feel amazing and oh my god I'm trash and blah, blah, blah. so that that I would have to say is my biggest lesson yeah just keep yourself grounded and observe bear things in mind you know your environment does indicate what you're putting out you know people's reactions to you and stuff but do not absorb it take it to heart and make it part of who you are you shouldn't think that you're amazing because some stranger because people and people because of your job yeah you shouldn't tie your self-worth basically to your job that's basically it there you go also like don't tie your self-worth to your job that's my lesson (laughs) and also just to like you're like like the way that you look like we shouldn't really tie any of our values to the way we look because that's always changing as well like you know we're always growing and evolving and like you know we're getting older and if we're and this is something I think about often like all this like you know because our job is our looks right yeah you know it's not like you know oh yeah well I mean we are helping people but like that's not a stereotype so yeah by tying your self-worth to your job and your identity to your job that's not good in itself but especially for us as dancers yeah because fuck yeah like and then what happens like <sighs> like all, just getting out of the industry and then because I know when I and then what and then I, yeah where do you get your confidence from yeah no, I'm not a dancer You've got, anymore nothing strangers makes me, aren't I'm just not special be... anymore I'm not a dancer oh no yeah you, know? you have to you have to have it like find that because I let those thing like when someone comes compliments me like especially like there are two compliments I love to hear one is that I'm funny because sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and is like a good one, yeah like fuck yeah like that is that's the shit like, I definitely prefer compliments not about my looks no but the other one is my intelligence if someone's like oh my god like you're like my when someone says like my favorite thing about you is my your brain i'm like yeah i will take that because obviously we've been having a conversation and i there has been more than just you being like seeing me and being like oh my god you're all these they've actually had to take the time yeah to get to know so that's on a deeper okay. level so, yeah 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 like so as well be selective with the confidence that you do yeah. choose to absorb yeah and also True. like i think you do have to have thick skin so yeah oh, like you said yes. you have to be able to like repel too much good stuff and also like because that's superficial good stuff you don't need to hear it you no. need to hear that from yourself well this yeah, sounds yeah, so cliche yeah. but you do you, you really do, do. Yeah. because you can hear it a million times but you go yeah. for a period where you're not working you're not hearing that like it's going to plummet you're going to go yeah, down right exactly that you've got to work that into you your own daily practice yeah but um yeah I, I think in terms of like switching off when you um like when we do get those negative comments I don't know what if like I have any I don't think there's a special trick but I just literally turn it off I'm yeah. like someone says something nasty it's like a decision. You're, yeah you're it's a decision to just have it bounce off you like it's a decision to not dwell on it it's a decision to just be like that is literally untrue. I've had like so I had one customer <laughs> he was he was so sweet but like a very unintentional um a backhanded compliment I think it, he was complimenting me but it just some like some people are very tender like, yeah like honestly some of the things and that's you why hear. you also can't absorb it too much because yeah people don't know what they're saying and don't know how they're coming across no so, so he yeah. was like well, he just looks at my boobs because you know oh, my God. boobs aren't super super perky i love them they're juicy as fuck they're they look fucking great they're really sore can verify <laughs> they look great <laughs> but they're they've they've, they've got to drop and he goes like old he's like <laughs> and they they do they like to drop same, <laughs> same. and he's like oh my god 
your boobs have like the perfect sag to them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally like just oh. stopped. And I was because I used to be very insecure. But the about thing is, he job. could have just been like they hang well. <laughs> or something like that. The sag, the word choice. Sag. I'm like, wow. But then there are also things like people will compliment things that I consider a flaw and I'll get rid yeah. of that. I get insecure about those things. So people yeah. are like, oh my God, you like you must have been a swimmer when you were younger because you have like such poor oh. shoulders. Are you I'm, a gymnast? Are you an athlete? And I'm just like, do yeah. you fight? <laughs> and, and there's me trying to like kid myself that I'm like the most feminine, <laughs> ethereal, floaty bitch in the world. And then someone actually points out to me that I look like I can tackle them across the room. And I'm like... Ah, but they're saying it in a good way. They're, they're pointing it out in like, a good way. Oh they're like, God. I like that about you. And you're like, don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, so I'm like, automatically, I think my resistance go up. And then, and then I tense my shoulders because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, when I do hear those things, it's actually reassuring it is. because then I'm like, that is so beautiful. You know, because when you're insecure about something, you think that no one in the world could possibly think that that is beautiful. Yeah. But, but even in the things that you see as flaws, someone and many someones will see that as absolute beauty they will yeah. love. So there's also, I mean, that kind of like swung around a few times. I mean, to but... be fair, I actually do tell a little bit of a lie. So I, <laughs> I was raised in ballet. Mm. And that's very, like, body conscious. And I just mm. wanted to be tiny, 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 tiny yeah. and have zero shape <laughs> for as long as I could remember. I wanted, I wanted to, to be, be straight up and down. I wanted yeah. to be a stick of rhubarb. I really did. Uh. I wanted to be up and down, no shape, no nothing. Just <laughs> narrow and tall and skinny well, I mean, and this, all that kind of stuff. Out. And I lost so much. Like, I, I've been very tiny. Like, I've been very tiny. I've been, mm. you know, like, when you're in a ballet assessment, trying to get into a, a college and a teacher's like, yeah you're you're great whatever and then they don't comment on your technique because that's fine they you know I always was very like tried to do my best with that kind of stuff and I never really got any comments about that because everything was always in the right place the issue was I needed to eat some salads go to the go to the gym do some cardio and make an effort to slim down my thighs and then to come to stripping and be fucking so appreciated because mm. for being like the curviest, most round, banging thighs, like, thighs, ass, humongous calves, <laughs> and to be actually appreciated. So mm. I do tell like that actually stripping has actually made my relationship with my body, with myself better because I'm in a dance environment that actually supports my body type oh rather my than is trying to get me to change it. So, I mean, yeah, do with that what you will. But, like... Yeah. I think yeah. that um, <laughs> that leads into to one of my um, biggest lessons, and that is that sexy isn't a look. It's an mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. So, like, how many times I've... like, And I know that I've said this on this podcast many a times, but that's because I can't, like, stress it enough going in like you know with your your like background of being body shamed in ballet and then to come in and be like so appreciated obviously your energy is totally like you know gonna be like fuck yeah I'm gonna take this because this is making me feel good about something I've always felt shit about I think that being sexy isn't a look because man I have gone to work with the hairiest fucking armpits hairy bush I've had been wearing my like literally cheap as fuck lingerie just been natural but felt really good yeah and because i carry that 
charisma. Yeah. That is what people find sexy. And yeah. you see it with the other girls. And when you're feeling shit about, like, when you've maybe taken too personally some nasty yeah. things that customers have said, or maybe you're taking some of your personal shit into work and you're yeah. feeling crap, that's when you're that's, not going to do yeah. well. But being sexy is... And energy. You can have... 100% energy. You can have, like, the most... Okay, so I don't do much on stage at all. Like, I fucking... I know. I can if there's an audience because I'm very performative. Like, I'm... Can... I like working with my crowd. But in terms of dancing, I really don't do much. But I know 100%, like, I bring an energy up there and it's fucking sexy as fuck. When I'm in lap dances, I feel sexy... And I know it shows. Like, you can feel that energy. Well, this is the thing. People, okay, people, I don't know how to word this. People want an energy. They want a vibe. Mm. Right. The easiest way to tell whether or not you're going to get a vibe from someone is by looking at them. Mm. If someone looks traditionally what you'd say, quote unquote, sexy, you go to them and you think they will be able to deliver that energy they'll be able to deliver that vibe they're not actually bothered about being with someone with big tits bigger like that might be part of it not to say not to say that that is what sexy i'm talking stereotypes <laughs> um like that people are looking for a vibe mm. and they're just going to where they think that they're going to get it and their vibe is like okay this is what i find sexy oh i like someone who looks like a russian model that's so i'm gonna go and find that vibe because to me that's mm, what will deliver the sexy vibe. Mm. So, again, there's there's no one who looks indefinitely sexy. Like, someone might literally look at a mousy librarian and think, fuck, they'll be able to deliver that vibe to me. So it's like people go on face value, but then it's whether or not someone's actually got the vibe to carry. Mm, exactly. It's whether or not someone's actually carrying that energy. Because when I have a shit time or like when you have a shit shit time or like when anyone else has a shit time we all can look completely different but people will not get that vibe from us even if the person would be attracted to us usually yeah because we don't have it in us whereas this is what happens when sometimes maybe people can go for you and you're not their usual type but there's just something about you right it's because you're delivering yeah the vibe so it really as you say like isn't necessarily about how you look. How you look is an indicator, and that's why people mm. approach you. But the actual proof is in the pudding of the vibe that you actually give off. I think that's why a lot of the time with my song choices, like I'll do like one, like it, I mean, it depends on the night, but I like dancing to the most random yeah. shit where like girls will literally say when I come on stage, like none of those songs are sexy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I made them. What sexy. the hell? Yeah, that's weird. That is very strange. Well, that, that, when I say girls, will say one girl said that one time, but she, but she wasn't saying it in a nasty way. She was literally like, they were just not sexy songs that's because so they funny. were so ridiculous. But because I was having so much fun on stage, yeah. that's what's sexy. It's having fun. Yeah. And it's literally when, being... when people look at like a woman or a man or a, everyone in between, just embodying themselves. Yeah, and being raw and like like even goofy or like whatever it's like sexy isn't necessarily like slinking around like crawling around doing this and that like sometimes sexy is like a woman like dropping into her masculinity and just like feeling herself yeah and just like when i'm in i did a lap dance for a couple 
I was really hungover. So I was in that stage of like, you know, when you're super tired and uh-huh. you're all set, like, but you're in like the giggles, like everything. Yeah. And I'm not even joking. Like I was being fucking hilarious. <laughs> and we went up for this dance and it just like, it was probably one of my favorite dances of all time, but I was like crawling up. I was like, Oh, I don't even, can't even explain what I was doing, but I was also like jokingly, really sarcastically like dirty talking yeah. in a way that was just so funny, but it was so sexy because that's what it was in that moment. Because yeah. in that moment, the energy of sexiness was fun and light and humorous yeah. and all of those things. And there are different times for things. Like, I can be sexy on stage where I'm being sexual as fuck, like, basically wanking and literally, like, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is even too much for me. Like, oh, I can't handle yeah. this. But then... Um, the typically sexy things. Yeah, yeah, but then there's just, like, so much more to it where it's just, like, being so ridiculous and making... Actually, this maybe, like, sexiness is also being safe for someone else. Oh, fucking 100%. Because uh, the thing is, I'm not being funny. How can you feel sexually attracted to someone when they're, like... When you don't feel good. When you're in, like, fight... Sex... Sex and sexiness is, like... It's a luxury. Mm. I think. I think it's a luxury state to be in. Mm. When you're not in survival, and you're not, like, freaking out, and, like... I would say the survival, and then at the end, there's sexiness and creativity and all Mm. that kind of, like, beautiful shit. Mm. I'd say that they're, like, on the same end of the scale yeah you know when you're when you're like panicking and freaking out and not feeling good the last thing on your mind is like reclining and doing all of this and like even if you're stressed and you have a wank like that's a stress wank that's not sexy do you know what i mean you're just oh trying to God. chill yourself out like <laughs> there's nothing sexy about that my stretch stress wanks are so sad like sometimes i'm waking up like, like there's nothing the, sexy about what it like the fuck is going on like, i'm just like just so, yeah, get it done i think sex and being sexy <laughs> What a lot of people need to know, hashtag consent, is like actually feeling safe. Yes. Well, I mean, there's nothing sexy about being stressed. Yes. So yes. yes. Fuck I it. mean, That's I do like stress sex though. Like when I get really. I mean, like, for sure. But who are you having it with? So oh, you feel safe right. with? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like they're Just not the clarify. danger. Yeah. They're not the drama. They're not the stress. Yeah. Like, mm. You know, you you go into that because you feel safe with that person because yeah. it is a release. That's why yeah. you self pleasure when you feel stressed and have a stress wank. You wouldn't do that if you thought you were hurting yourself. Do you yeah, know what I mean? like so you do true. that to get away, to mm. feel safety. Mm. Safety and sex are so intertwined. It's yeah, not I mean that funny. that obviously. Yeah, I mean but, yeah, like mm. shit. But that's something that I mean we all know. Well, but I don't I think, think I don't, about it in that kind of capacity. I don't think a lot of people are very aware of like how important that is. Like, yeah. like safety is when it comes to any sort of intimacy is everything. Yeah, intimacy because so, it's because so, sex is vulnerable and you can't be vulnerable if you think you're going to be attacked. You've got your guard up and you're well, freaking out. And and you just, also, you know? like there's so much like history and trauma and everything. Yeah. You need to feel safe a within yourself yeah. to let yourself like, surrender to like this moment, this person, and if you can't do that then that that that's the block right there yeah. and for whatever reason like you know there's so many things but then like moving into like a sexual space and i think that's why as dancers like we value consent so much but we also value the other person's safety like i'll always yes. ask like is this okay is this too much yeah, even you if it make seems... people feel uncomfortable yeah making people feel uncomfortable is not sexy yeah and but i know when i started baby that's stripper, a power like, thing yeah like yeah. what is Oh, like when people try and like 
what like use sex when people don't feel safe it's yeah. more of a power thing rather than a sexy thing. I mean, that's just a fucked up thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's like a long like Yeah, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah, I have um, one of my... When you were saying about when you were a baby stripper. Oh, yeah. When I was... I mean, when I was a baby stripper, I didn't really... Like, there's so many things that I know now, like, through growing up, getting older, and also just the exposure to sexual education that we have yeah. and obviously like I this is like something I'm passionate about anyway but I would okay so so I would do things not do things without people's well yeah I would do things without people's consent because I thought that that's how it was supposed to happen in the same way that young boys that watch mainstream porn come in and start choking us strippers yeah, straight away you. they like, think that that's normal and all good just because they're they're not educated they're not aware that they're not doing that to cause you harm yeah like no guy they're is doing that because they think me. it's like oh i'm a sexy mysterious man and yeah i need to be dominant and also like and maybe sexy. like without degrading what we do because it's not because we're in this industry yeah. it does come with certain stigmas and people just tend and to presumptions, think, presumptions that we're all good with it yeah i'm yeah. a horny bitch yeah you can choke me fuck yet no no. <laughs> no one can trick my partner can trick me in the privacy of our own space or wherever we're With fucking at the time. With your consent even still. Even still. Do you know what 100%. I mean? 100%. So, yeah. It always yeah. needs to be like... And he can do that because you know that you're safe with him. So therefore it's sexy because you will live. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Again, <laughs> spin it back around. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's it's like, the, it's the same thing. And yeah, growing up. That, so anyway, consent is sexy so sexy safety isn't just a sexy. look it's an energy and it's also consent yeah <laughs> it's safety it's safety it's a luxury sexy is safety safety is sex it's sex true i'm not being funny the most the best um sexual relationships that i've had like with like the best partners if that makes sense like obviously every single partner is different but when I've been my most sexual is when I felt the most safe. With oh someone. my god! Like, 100%. like some people like with some partners, I can be like the most prudish, like mm. not very, not can't really get into there. It. Like, can't really get into it. Very like guarded. Very like doesn't really get in the mood a lot. Like all that kind of stuff. And then with some people, oh my god, like it just flips like ravenous, like a pest. And also a like, pest to be because I feel safe to do yeah. that. I'm like I can be that. Because that person is all good, and also to be like to get you in the mood to hold to ha- to be holding space for someone else. So to be yeah. that person for someone else, where like they say to you, like, "Oh my gosh, you're so safe." Because now, like that w- was one of like the most. Oh, I can't even put to words how that made me feel. Like just having sex with this person, and they're like, "Oh my god, Katie, you're so safe." wow because they were able to try and explore but not just them like it was both of us exploring this thing and it was so beautiful and it was just oh man like it was just so good i love that for you thank you it was so nice (laughs) telling someone that they make you feel safe is that right i think so (laughs) telling someone that you make them no that they make you feel safe yeah yeah that's <laughs> that they make you feel safe yes it sounds weird my my, my brain melted <laughs> <laughs> yeah um anyway another um big moving, <laughs> moving on, on. <laughs> one of the lessons that i think has been super important to me is that money isn't everything oh my god yes 
And I think it's funny because you said that you made a very conscious awareness, uh, like conscious effort to um, not be swayed by the compliments and not compliments that we and hear. And also money. Yeah. So yes. when I first started dancing, this was like before COVID. <laughs> so the money was fucking crazy, especially as a yes. 22 year old oh, who was God. like, I was making like a month's salary in a week. Like yeah. it was fucked up. And so I, I was just like so fucking. like fucking flying on cloud nine. And yeah, there were some aspects where I did let that get the better of me. Uh-huh. But I remember specifically I was going on a date with a, with a bouncer and um, I was like really excited about it. And like we hadn't been on any dates before. It was like it was a first date sort of thing. Just moved to Queensland. I was like, woohoo. And um, I got a message from one of the girls that I worked with. And she was like, hey, two hour gig tonight, a thousand bucks if you want to like join me for it. And I looked at the message and it was such an important part of my like dancing career because. I had to make a decision. Like, was I going to take the money and make a thousand dollars for two two hours? Tonight, yeah. Or I was I going to go on this date that could lead to nothing, or it could be fun, or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, you could potentially not get anything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so I made a, like a point that I would not let money prioritize over my own personal experiences. Awesome. Yeah. And so yeah. I went on the date. We dated for a little bit. It was awesome, but it felt so good to turn down the money for something that actually was meaningful to me because money is awesome. I love money. It's great. Can't get enough of it, but it doesn't like, so when I was making the most money that I ever had, I had so much money. I was getting the most therapy that I ever had because it, it doesn't, it doesn't fill your soul no. in the way that relationships do. And it yeah. still happens. Like I'll be going on a date with Ollie. Actually, this is this is an even an important thing. When I'm on a date with Ollie, because Queenstown's so small, yeah. a lot of the times we'll be in a restaurant, we'll be having a drink. There's like three customers. Oh my god. And I am like, yeah. okay, yeah, you might be a, what, a semi-regular, you'll come into the club, like you know every so often but this yeah. is my partner yeah. and I'm not going to dumb this down and pretend like he's a client yes. because he's not he is my partner and I'm here and I'm here with my I'm here with my fucking chest yeah and my full heart because he asked me the other week he was like oh, are you holding back on giving me a kiss because there's a customer in here I'm like babe yeah. babe um, I'm sorry every time we go out there's a customer like in the same room yeah your breast just stinks like <laughs> <laughs> love it love it <laughs> but um it's it's have a mint babes yes. <laughs> it's so important to be able to distinct and this doesn't just apply for stripping this is for everything and we see this a lot with customers that come in and they have so much money so much money they don't know what to do with it they are not empty inside but they're basically as empty a as it gets bit. like yeah. they are they are missing relationships and that's why they see us you know we kind of like profit on off this in a sense but we, we do <laughs> we do like you come in you need company because you prioritize that fat stack over everyone in your life and yeah you have anyone. like it isn't always as cut and dry black and white as that i mean it never but like is. it can be yeah. like it, it can be for some people like it it can mm. you know and i think like i've made really good money but i also know that i have a number so if i'm making i mean this is 
when it was all cash. So a bit different time. But anyway, yeah. um, if I'm making over a certain amount, it like it becomes numbing. I actually yes. don't give a fuck. I'm like, yes. oh, I don't, I can't even. You can't conceptualize it. That's you can't. Yeah, literally. It's just like, what even is this? Like, yeah. Because the thing is, you, you also, I tend not to try and up my standard of living too much with the more money I make because mm. I don't really want to like, well, no, I don't want to lose sight. Like, I don't need more than I need. You know, like, I don't want more than I need. I don't need to overdo it. So anymore, it's just like, I just don't have to worry about money. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's that. It's not, it doesn't give me anything else. I don't feel it. I can't. And I think as well. You know, when I could own a grand less and I still wouldn't really notice the difference kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like. So give me I mean, more happiness. Today I was like, I had a good week last week. I'm going to buy some lilies, which was $16 at the yeah. grocery store. And that's like the little treats that yeah. I make. But I'm I'm kind of the same. I am not living like an outrageous living because then also like money isn't always like permanent. I could yeah. fucking twist my ankle like touch one because this freaks me out and like be off work for six weeks. Yeah. I'm not going to be making from ACC the same as I was making yeah, from the no, club. Like, exactly. You know, so, and I think as well, it's about like we were saying at the beginning of the episode, being humble. Yes. Being humble. Staying humble. That is so important. That is so important. It's, so when you think about it, like. I've learned you, that. If you, if you do not keep yourself humble, I don't know. I mean, I'm not speaking about any God in particular, but God will humble you. You will be fucking humble. <laughs> Honestly. You just watch. Humble yourself before yeah. something else humbles you. Because for yeah. real, you bring that lesson on yourself. When I started, you know, there was so much money, so many confidence. I didn't have... It's so the... easy to just head in the cards, lose yourself. You're just floating on all the money and the confidence. And you just think that you're this and that. And it's just like... All the attention. Stay like, grounded. And then you go out into town and then you're like, fuck, I can't get a fucking and, date. And the thing is as well, think about this. Dating isn't any easier if you're a stripper, oh, by no, the way. It's actually it's harder. Like a lot harder. Although you do weed out the people who um, are very close-minded and have very backwards views on women. Just to let you know. Yeah, so, well, to be fair, like it's harder, but I'm not mad about it. This, like, literally, <laughs> what I used to say, like when I was single, I was like, "Yeah, finding a potential partner is harder, I suppose, because there's less options." But the options that I do have are ones uh, that I actually. Quality. I yeah. am. My options are of men that are confident enough within themselves to yeah. be able to handle what I do for a living, because they can critically think, because and rationalize and not get crazy. Also. Side note on not losing yourself with money, you have to also make a conscious decision that there's no amount of money that will make you do things that you would not, that don't actually sit right in your soul. Yeah. Like there are a certain amount of things, like there are, so, there are some <laughs> people who will be like, I'm going to offer you this much if you do this. And they think, yeah, I've offered her more money than she's ever seen in her life. She's going to do this for me. No, I won't. No, I won't. I won't. I won't. And people like I don't know if people have... Yeah. Yeah. There's there's certain things that people can do that they would never do. And it leaves them a shell of themselves because they thought the money was worth it. They do the thing, they get the money, and then they can't live with themselves. But also just like... you know, that's why you need to stay grounded because it's very real. You can psychologically damage yourself chasing the coin Mm. and not keeping your... Morality. Morality and yourself safe. And not to say that morals are definite... But, like, you have to check in with your own morality. If you are honestly all good with doing certain things for a certain amount of money, that's all good. Mm. But, like, don't 
let people distract you with a carrot on the stick. You know, it's that kind of thing. And I think that Don't applies... Don't lose who you are. Yeah. From my experiences with the men that come through, because actually this is a topic that I want to talk about someday, which is at what point does power overcome morality? Because like we see... We see a lot of people and I, yeah. we see a lot of rich people and you see a lot of rich, powerful people in the media doing corrupt things all the time. Yeah. And at what, what point of having enough money do, do you start thinking, like removing your own humanity to yes, be Yes, and doing... removing other people's humanity yeah. too. Yeah. I, I will give... <laughs> lol. Lol. I will just... I will um, give this person this amount of money and then I'll do this absolutely horrific thing and they're just going to actually be okay with it because I just want to do that. And also people... People... Um, when you have money, I see this with... There's... I won't name names, but there's someone in particular and people just fucking flies, like, love this person so much. And I'm just like... I don't yeah. know. I'm not... Money doesn't do a lot for me. I'm Check more of your an motivations. Energy. But also, yeah, like... 100%, yeah, 100%, because this is the thing, like... Yeah. But people, like, fawn over? Like, what's the word? Kind of... Flies on Gravitate to. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, this person's so amazing. You don't actually think that. The only reason you think that is because they keep continuously shouting everyone around. Yeah. yeah. They're not an amazing person. They just have money. And look, they, they're presenting themselves they're in this way. They're giving you an experience but that you want, but you wouldn't actually be there without the money. Look at the things that they're mocking vocally, out loud. Like, the things that they're saying are fucked up but yeah. no one gives a shit because they're just drinking their free drink that yeah. this person has shouted like be critical yeah with the- and also be honest with yourself if you are the type of person who's like i'm gonna pretend to like this person because they provide an experience and i want to get in on it that's all good but don't lie to yourself that you actually like this person do you know what i mean don't be swayed by their money and their ability to grant you access to an experience that you would not otherwise be able to afford mm. and lie to yourself that that is the type like be honest yeah you fucking hate them they suck it's okay <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean take- if you want to take their free shit because they do suck whatever but be yeah. honest with yourself do not be swayed yeah do not be bought Bas- basically do not be bought that's another struggle lesson do not yeah. be bought yeah. ever do not be bought yeah have no price have no price. Genuinely, nobody can do anything for you that you can't do for yourself. And if you can't do it for yourself and you need to sacrifice your integrity to get something, mm. well, you know, it's not really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I think another lesson, I mean, I could I could just fucking list up lessons. But Sorry, I think... Trip, you just I think, like not just being at the one club is also really important yeah big big one i've worked at i mean my core club is the club where i work and i love it there that's my home i've i've done weekends and tried out different places in different cities in new zealand and um yeah wow i've had a experiences because yes. you know some of them are attached to brothels that's a story for another day i will tell that story that though, is an experience. i've never had that experience but i've heard oh, but not even in, well you know, i mean it's just crazy eh? just yeah my personal it's just different it's just different <laughs> super fucked up but it also it you can go to another club and see how other girls operate you can check out their hustle and be like, oh, okay, that's really interesting. You can. I remember seeing this one chick. She was walking around with all this like kinky bondage shit on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, random. I actually thought like at the time, I was like, that's 
not anything I would do. Then I got yeah. these honey butter handcuffs and I was like, these are too fucking nice to just be sitting on my bedside table. Yeah. And I wore them to work one time. I made so much money because then I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't have seen, seen that. that. Yeah. You see other people, the way they operate, you hear their music. You also learn what you really like about the club that you're at as well. Yeah. I think that was really humbling is going to another club and being like, wow, I never want to lose my job where I'm at because yeah. it's so good but oh in saying that there is a lesson from every every single night every single experience and every single interaction on that like I sometimes think that I can't learn from my cut not that I think I can't learn from my customers but I'm sometimes really taken back from by the wisdom yeah that these because generally speaking out don't the, underestimate people the demographic much, yeah. is men in their 40s 50s yeah they have a lot of life experience they have a lot of wisdom and we discount them a lot because we're living in an age where the narrative is men are trash they know nothing mm. they're stupid they are unaware they just cause trouble for everyone else and which we don't agree with because like that's stupid. But people people no do you mm. know what i mean like don't discount people and strip them of their humanity because they're a 40 year old cis white man who yes okay can be problematic but people just because they're wrong in some areas aren't always wrong in other areas you always have something to learn from everyone and don't underestimate your ability to make a change either to teach them something i have had i had a conversation the other week with a, a white man he was very racist telling me he wasn't racist but he was like saying that you know certain people shouldn't be in our country because they're problematic and he was talking about the muslim shooting and i was like well the australian that did the shooting was well he was australian so like kind of contradicting yourself and then anyway i was very like gentle with the words like i didn't just arc up because that's not going to solve anything at all but I was saying all these things. I also mentioned that I'm Australian, so like I'm, you know, yeah. immigrant, if you will. Uh, I don't know if actually that's the right term because we're like partnered countries. But in saying, but even I'm, then, it's not your, it's not your country. It's I've not moved your, across. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. So if that's, you're born. It's not. Yeah. Like yeah. Whatever. But like, like, if you're a brown, it'd be a problem. Let's just say that. Do you know what I mean? Regardless if you're a brown Australian. Yeah. So like, you know, right. like whatever. Yeah. So, um, but then. Like, by the end of the conversation, he was literally he was fucking sitting forward and, hat, like, uh, elbow on his knee, like, drinking his beer. is like, fucking hell, I've never thought about it like that. Because the thing is, people haven't... I don't think people are trash on purpose. I think that's no, genuinely just not. what they think. And I mean... And not to say that... I mean, not everyone. Do you know their what? experiences. I think, yeah. Well. Like, and the thing is, some people do have really shit experiences with with a certain demographic. And then they have confirmation bias. And then it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and then that's all they know and then they attract people around them who think the same thing because that's what you tend to do. You attract people who are like you and then it just builds and then you've put yourself down this tunnel pipeline and this is what you think now and then that's who you are. Yeah. You know, like, it. I don't know, like, I genuinely do think that people are the hero in their own story and they think that they have a genuine reason to think something even if it is hateful. Mm-hmm. And they know it's hateful but they think, it's so, justified. I mean, how, many, how many times just has, has someone done something and then people have gone all in on them because they deserve it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, they did this because they deserve it. It's just like... <laughs> they did that five years ago when they the were... It's the same. Like, yeah, it's like the same as cancel culture and everything. Yeah, well. it, it's literally it's that. Just, it doesn't benefit or help anyone. But anyway, that's a bit of a tangent. But I know what you mean. We had like... We had one really slow shit Tuesday that actually 
was slow and shit money and dance wise but we had these customers come in and we had these conversations like with the most bogan people that you'd mm. never even like that literally were Generally. like we like to laugh at gay people and like do oh. like, oh i know the night that yeah do you remember about. so i wasn't working but i i heard about it yeah and like we just and we had these conversations about psychedelics and inclusivity and, and acceptance and like why maybe you shouldn't laugh at gay people and <laughs> why it's not good to bully people and why it's actually not that funny like with like young and old from these you know people who you'd typically look at and be like they would literally scoff and whatever and they were listening and and it's like people don't realize the impact that they can make on another person's life with just a peaceful chill conversation not everyone's your enemy not everything's a war and i think that comes back to what the very first point we made about people think we're funnier i think sometimes not everyone takes more time to listen to us but because we're in a fucking bikini or wearing something sexy we're like an unqualified therapist right Mm. people feel safe people also listen so there's a lot of like because you're not a human you're like taken out of like they you're kind of taken out of real life so they listen to you a little bit more yeah like and I think so don't underestimate your ability to have an influence as a dancer on people that's that's yes yeah and also just in general like just anyone like Mm. you can change one person's opinion regardless yeah just with a peaceful conversation but yeah especially like for dancers like you don't have to the power's in your tits it really is <laughs> like women are so powerful i was having this conversation with with someone else to... oh yeah <laughs> mm, this is sad yes <laughs> uh yeah feminine energy is powerful you are powerful we can do an episode on feminine energy i think we should feminine energy and dancing and yeah like shit i just yeah all the lessons yeah we're gonna do an extension yeah 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 we we okay um we could go on forever we we actually really (laughs) could (laughs) Um, but anyways, there are hot tips and lessons from strippers. Um, I'm <clears throat> probably not the, like the sexy ones that you were expecting, but they were fucking sexy in their own way because they were safe. Yeah, um. it probably it probably wasn't like yeah when you like move in this way, this is how someone responds. Yeah, make sure you pop your booty with your with your hip. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, I actually don't know how to do that. <laughs> don't pop take it from booty. me. <laughs> all right well thank you so much julia for joining again definitely we'll get you back my pleasure my Um, bloody pleasure love doing these and um thanks so much for listening team team people tribe whatever you want to call yourselves um y'all gang gang (laughs) on that note we'll see you guys another time thank you bye (laughs)